after these messages, we'll be right back. I can't believe I ate that whole thing. Are you in good hands? And now, a word from our sponsors. Hey, everybody. Welcome to After These Messages. This is the podcast where we talk about commercials. We talk about the good ones, talk about the bad ones, and we talk about the ones where people say weird shit like this. What are you doing? You're my present this year. <sighs> Just never, never get used to that. Hey, my name is Andrew Walsh. I'm here with Genevieve Haz. Hey, Veeves. Hi, Andrew. Um, so coming up today on the show, I don't have a clever title. Ho, ho, ho. It's our Christmas show. <laughs> How's that? Yeah, it's super clever. Thank you. I just came up with it now on the fly. We're going to be talking about some of the holiday ads that we've been seeing on TV. Yeah, Things it feels wrong to bill. let the Christmas season go by without um, a nod to how much it affects commercial viewing during this season, the season of peace. So this is going to be like a real Christmas with the cranks kind of. Uh, these are the. <laughs> you know, I've never seen that movie. <laughs> Neither have I. But are you going to be cranky about them? Or, or are these some commercials that you like as well? That's uh, a mixed bag. A mixed bag. Um, and then a little segment I'm calling Merry Quizmas. I did not come up with that right now. I came up with that about 10 minutes ago. And I've been delighted with it ever since. I put together a special quiz. We don't do enough quizzes on the shows. Yeah, well, uh, these days, I feel like when you do a quiz, it's like it's always insane. It's always like something that like no, no one could ever possibly know the answer to. And then when I do quizzes, they're too easy. So we, we need something in the middle. Yeah. Just so you know, um, you're going to fucking hate this quiz. I'm sure. Like it's the hardest I know, one yet. That's all you've ever It's do. ridiculously difficult. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. Well, I'm glad I saw it. I'm glad I got a sneak peek when you accidentally had it on my screen. Yeah. Don't, first of all, don't blame me. I told you not to look at the screen. And secondly, like you already know the answer to the first one, don't you? I hope so. What do you think it is? I'm not going to tell you. I'm going to just get it right. You're such a cheater. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway, so we're going to talk. We're clearly in the Christmas spirit. We're going to talk about um, some uh, holiday ads, and I'm going to uh, have my quiz. Oh, and then we'll check with the ad council. Any more jingle ringles? Not really a jingle, but um, there is a there is a song. More like a, more like a cover song. Oh, really? All right, cool. Looking forward to that. All right, let's get into some of these uh, holiday ads. Don't go this Christmas shopping. Well, I wonder if I'll ever get through I tried to get everybody something that they wanted But I didn't know what to get you I read the kids' letters to Santa Claus I read them over one by one And I'd surely like to get my hands on the fella that said Christmas shopping's fun all right. So what is the first commercial you have on your list? Well, it's very apt that you chose the song about Christmas shopping because the first ad is about is from Amazon. Um, and if there's anybody that can make Christmas shopping less onerous, it probably is Amazon. Um, as much as I, it makes me sad to be just the person who just sort of like goes and does all their Christmas shopping on Amazon. I have kind of done that um, in the last few years. Really? You just give me a gift card to uh, Circuit City every year. <laughs> that is a very, that's a real um, cost effective gift because it's very hard to use. <laughs> yeah, it is. I just give you a piece of paper that ri- that's written, 
uh, unlimited dollars at Circuit City. <laughs> and Infinity you'll make dollars. Best of luck to you. Yeah, no, I'm I'm really looking forward to uh, cashing those in. I just haven't been to a Circuit City in a while. I'm but sure boy, you'll find one. When I go, one man, I am going to clean <laughs> up. All right. So this is the Amazon commercial. Is this the one that weirds me out a little bit? Yeah, this is the this is the long version, um, but it's the one that we've been seeing versions of. And this is kind of their campaign this holiday season is... Um, and it's not really, it's not even very holiday-ish or cri- it's certainly not very Christmassy uh, other than the fact of gift giving. But what they take advantage of or what the campaign hinges on is the Amazon smile that's kind of their logo. Which I think is a really, like just generally speaking, that whole kind of Amazon logo, that's a very, very, I mean, it could not be more simple. It's like two lines or three lines, depending on how you count. Um it's simple, but it evokes a smile. It evokes motion, an and, arrow, yeah. an arrow, and they can do so much with it. And this is this is a good example of doing a lot with it. Yeah, they use the smile on all the boxes uh, to, and they animate it into a mouth. And as the boxes are traveling all over the these United States, uh, you see the boxes animated into singing. I think it's give a little bit. Um, so. You know what you'll hear is that the song as this as this commercial takes place, but it starts with a young woman on a bus and she sees what looks like probably her niece sending her like a cute Christmas video. So she goes to Amazon and buys her niece a gift. And the box starts singing as it's riding all of all through the Amazon warehouses and getting like its tape stamped on it. And what one interesting thing about this commercial, I think, is we. I, I don't know who I'm speaking for when I say we, but I think Amazon knows that a lot of us are kind of fascinated by this idea of all these boxes moving on conveyor belts. And, you know, what they've added here is they're all the mouths are animated and singing in a way that I find slightly off putting. But I think the commercial is brilliant because it takes advantage of the logo, but also this idea of seeing these, seeing what it takes to get a box from yeah, the factory all, this, into our this house. This commercial is all about supply chain, which is pretty amazing. Which is pretty amazing, but it's also odd because honestly, if people have any bad feeling about Amazon, well, I guess in Seattle, if you have a bad feeling about Amazon, it probably has to do with the way they've kind of in a very short period of time kind of taken over the city and all the impacts that it's had. But also the other kind of bad news story of Amazon is factory workers. Yet I feel like this is not the first commercial where Amazon has kind of like highlighted their factories. Yeah, I mean, they. I think what they're trying to do is counteract the narrative that they have a an abused workforce of people who are sort of slaving away over the boxes and in the in the you know, procurement centers, fulfillment centers, I guess they're called. Um, And they're trying to make it look like, you know, a normal and good part of the way they do business. And it, and the, and it's filmed beautifully. I mean, it really is like, if you've ever any kind, anyone who has any interest in like how things work or how, like how stuff comes together, it's a really interesting uh, visual seeing how it works. And then it ends on a really emotional note with a really cute, the, the little girl from the beginning receives the box at her aunt's. Yeah, because we see it going through the factory, and then, did you mention this, and then we see it on the airplane as it's being shipped from there, maybe on a train. I yeah, can't there's all kinds. Like, you, you see transportation, every form of transportation all over, and trucks, uh, overhead shots, shots of trucks. and It's like a Sesame Street video. Yeah, I mean... This is how the Amazon box gets sort to of, your yeah, house. Sort of, yeah, but I think it's very appealing for that reason. Yeah. But you don't like the mouths. I know, it's weird. Um, again, I think it's a good commercial in like every aspect. It's just something about the animation of the mouths. I, 
literally can't explain why <laughs> this particular animation creeps me out a little bit. I think you have to be careful with mouths. It's just like even the word. People are sick of me saying that word by now, probably mouth. <laughs> Maybe not. Um, but I, I don't know. I just think that they're just slightly too realistic in the kind of expressions that they give while they're singing this song. I don't know. There's just something a little bit too human about it. All right. Well, I mean, I think it's a, just a real personal thing. For me, they are just, they're very cartoony looking and, and non-offensive. How do you say mouth? Mouth. Hmm. Gross. All right. What else you got? Um, this is an ad that I've been seeing a lot of. I think we've seen it a couple times together. This is for Mercedes. Um, and this is an ad I'm not super fond of. Um, I don't particularly love the premise. The premise is year over year after year, you see the same character as he's growing up. This boy becomes a man. He gets up on Christmas morning and he runs to the window to see what it's unclear like is he a seven-year-old looking for a mercedes and in the final scene he he runs out of bed he's an adult he has his own children of his own and he runs to the window like he's a damn seven-year-old still thinks santa's gonna come for him and uh like there's somebody's you know brought him a mercedes now i have a natural bias against all cars for christmas Mm -hmm. commercials but this one just makes this one to me is founded on a shaky premise because the narrator, who is John Hamm, says something like, well, why don't we play it? Yeah, I don't know that I've actually seen this commercial. He's running to the window. He's little. Nothing. Now he's like 12. Runs to the window. Nothing, Nothing. in the driveway. Just a snowy driveway. Now he's 16 or so. Oh, now he's the adult. He's the father. And he just glances out the window. Never let go of your dreams. The Mercedes-Benz winter event is back. Mercedes-Benz, the the, best or nothing. So the seven-year-old's dream was to get a Mercedes? Yeah, what the hell is up with that? Yeah, I just think it's it's weird. It's like, I get the story, or I get the sort of impulse, right? It's like, we all remember that feeling of waking up, or we don't all, but many of us remember that feeling of waking up and like, what did Santa bring us? Like, that's an exciting feeling. Um, that I can certainly relate to. But I don't know what the kid is looking for when he opens the window. Like, if it started when he was 16, maybe. Maybe, like Somehow yeah. they make it clear that like, it's a 16 He's looking for this year. car. Or yeah. Like, yeah, like start when he's 16 and then start, and then like he's in college. And then, mm-hmm. you know, he's he's at working his first job. But now he's like a grown-ass man. He's, you know, got a family. And I guess his wife can afford to surprise him with a Mercedes. Um but it doesn't make sense to me that this is a child growing up. Now, if you had the child running downstairs and like looking for like a toy, mm, like a toy car, or maybe he comes downstairs and every year he's first year he's playing with a toy car. He's a little bit older now. He's got a remote control car right. or something like I, yeah. That just and also to me it's hilarious that it's a Mercedes. Yeah, I mean I'm sure Mercedes <laughs> makes some like you know like real performance based race cars that maybe a kid would think is cool. But you just like no child is, is like oh putting, I gotta get that Merc. <laughs> like, <laughs> like oh yeah, growing up of course we all had those Mercedes posters on our exactly, wall. Exactly <laughs> right. I think that's what the uh, the with Duke the boys, sexy business ladies <laughs> sitting on the hood. Is that what the Duke boys <laughs> they would just jump right? into the windows of that Mercedes. Yeah, no, that's that's a pretty flawed commercial. I don't think I've seen it before. Now, I don't want to blow up your spot in case this is on the list, but it reminds me of the commercial that is driving me crazy. One of the commercials that's driving me crazy this holiday is uh, 
the one where there's a little kid and he's like, he's, I think in a garage and there's a new car and he's like freaking out about it. And he's just like, yes, yes, yes. He's dancing. He's looking in the windows. He's so excited. And then at the end, he kind of does one of those soccer slides on his knees and he's so excited. And then all of a sudden we see a cut of his family watching him or maybe just his wife watching him. And then it cuts back and it turns out, oh, it was an adult the whole time. He just felt like a kid. But that also doesn't make sense because a kid, it's another like just adult boring car. I mean, maybe a nice car, but it's just another, no, but I think like, it's like a Lexus or something. Yeah, like some kid, like it doesn't, from the very beginning, like some kid freaking out about a Lexus. Just, like that kid would be more excited about the, the maybe having a box of raisins in the glove box. Or of how that. about like a fire truck? Right, yeah, it's it's really flawed. No, I think it tells you something about these car makers that they're like, they can't imagine a 10-year-old who's not excited about their luxury automobile. It's like, oh man, I can't wait till I grow up and I can have my first <laughs> Geo. Um, all right, so uh, what do you got here? I don't think I know this one. Well, I've seen the shortest, the short version of this one. Um, and I have to admit, although the commercial is very charming, I could never have told you what the product was for. Hmm. This is for HP's new Spectre hybrid laptop, which is like a you know tablet laptop hybrid and the commercial this is the long version and and it is a two-minute movie and i'll walk you through it um there are 30 second versions obviously that play you know during during regular tv the story starts with a little girl who apparently lives in an apartment by herself we never see any sort of adult or parent figure in her life but Mm. she's she's in an apartment and it's an urban kind of city city living where you can see into other people's apartments they're nice apartments but so she's a creeper <laughs> well she's just sitting at her little table doing drawings and kind of seeming lonely across the way uh an adult woman a young, a young adult woman is able to see into the apartment and see her sort of sitting there lonely she's also it's sort of a rear uh it's rear window right yeah, yeah. Sort of, she's sort of a rear window story where she can see the little girl in one window in uh the window above the little girl she sees an old man who makes marionettes and is painting them carefully and then in the window above him she sees a young man who just who lives there with her hp laptop she i don't know why she needs a laptop to come up with this idea but she this is the woman across the way who's spying on all spying on all the spy yes the spy um sends a little girl a note that she's like a post or a i guess like an invitation that she's made on her laptop that says come to your balcony at 6 p.m good god girl don't (laughs) she sends the marionette maker some plans that he takes out of a like a big round you know like a tube Mm -hmm. which he unrolls like architecture plans yes and then she sends a package that just says snow on it to the boy upstairs who's who's two floors above the little girl and then at the appointed hour um the marionette guy drops the marionettes down and does like a little puppet oh. show for her and this the boy with the snow sprinkles in the snow so and the mu- so the woman wasn't a threat after all <laughs> no now what does an hp laptop do that do need what do you need a laptop for to yeah what orchestrate to- this but somehow it's a commercial but the music's beautiful it sounds sort of like beirut it's actually not but um it's really beautiful music i don't think i've seen it but thought, you've you've described it all. It doesn't sound like there's much narration in this, huh? No, I don't think there is much, and so we don't have to um, go far into it. But yeah. uh, it's a uh, it's just sort of a sweet story. It's very emotional. Oh, I see. The woman across the way who's orchestrating this is much younger than I thought. Yeah, she's, she's like, like in her twenties. Yeah, maybe early twenties. So I guess she's going to use her computer to make these 
invitations and instructions. Right. But then is she going to print them out on an HP printer? Presumably. But we don't see that. But part. you can see with her stylus and everything that she can be very yeah. uh, precise in her. Uh, very precious with her online invitation. Yeah. Although you know this, and I think I've said it on the show, I'm very into styluses. You do like a stylus. I love the. I mean, I don't have one. When I say I'm into it, I mean I'm. I'm very. I covet other people's now, see computer how the little, styluses. The little girl gets all this. A, she can read, so good for her. She's pretty young. She's yeah. reading. But where are her parents when she's having all these interactions with the neighbors? I don't know. Not protecting her from strangers, clearly. <laughs> so now she goes to the balcony and steps out. And the clock chimes six. Then a big white van pulls up and grabs her. Oh, wait. <laughs> and no. then, the, then the two marionettes lower down onto her balcony and do a little dance. It is really sweet. This isn't Beirut, huh? No, it sounds like Beirut, is, Do you think it's a Beirut-alike? Like, do you think they paid somebody much less money than it would have cost to actually get Beirut? It's, um, it's a group it's a, it's a group that does music for commercials okay. called Bigfoot Music. Interesting. Anyway, well, that's a cute commercial. Yeah. I like it. Are you a chi or Gian? I'm a chi for this. I mean, again, I'm a little unclear on what the selling points of HP Spectre laptops are, mm-hmm. but... More of a lifestyle. It's more of a make, lifestyle. <laughs> make you feel good. I'm, I'm into that marionette. <laughs> yeah. Hashtag marionette life. Oh, shit. Yeah, you have, it on, you have that tattooed on your knuckles. You had to get a <laughs> bunch of extra fingers to make it work, as a matter of fact. <laughs> That's right. Um, and then you had one more here with Martin Freeman of um, Fargo fame. Of and The Office fame. The Office, of Sherlock right, fame. And right. the Sherlock fame is particularly um, instructive here, I think think so i tried to stay away from commercials so europe and great britain go absolutely bananas with the holiday ads sure like right? what's that giant like um uh, retail company over there that has like a five minute commercial film every, every year. year it's um oh. uh, sorry i shouldn't we have a rule on tbtl that we don't follow which is don't ask the other person questions if they might not know the yeah, answer yeah i can't remember it's one of those big you know is it i can't remember um, but one of those big uh, department stores there. Um, this is, but this, so this is a British ad for Vodafone, um, which we don't, I don't think have here. Um, but what is, what is it? Like a cell I phone? I think company? it's a cell phone yeah, plan. Okay, okay, yeah. Okay. Um, so a woman is sitting at her, sitting on a bus stop, like a bus stop bench, and she's looking at the movie. Um, it's a wonderful life on her phone. Mm-hmm. Martin Freeman sits down next to her. And it's unclear to me if he's... I don't think he's supposed to be Martin Freeman. I think he's just a guy. Uh, Martin, Martin Freeman, Freeman is, is playing, playing a guy, yeah, right? Yeah, I think he's a character, but it's a little its a little ambiguous. And they have kind of a flirty interaction about that movie, but he gets very stumbly. Um, Martin Freeman? Yeah, right. Um, and then at the end, he gets on the bus and sort of says like, oh, why did I talk about phone plans when I was interested in this woman? Mm. And then she puts her phone number up on the window of the bus, and he takes a picture of it. Can I take a look here? Yeah. What do you want? You want the moon? Just say the word, and I'll throw a lasso around it and pull it down. Hey, that's pretty So they're sitting idea. on the bench. He's watching on her I'll phone. Moon, Mary. I'll take it. Then what? <laughs> it's a fantastic film, right? I must have watched it a thousand times. N- not on there, though, I hope. What? Well, you'll burn through your data when you're watching movies on your phone. Oh, it's okay. I've, I've no, got... You shouldn't. I mean, you're a wonderful... It's, it's, it's a wonderful... It's just expensive, that's all I'm saying. I, I've got one of those Vodafone video passes. doesn't use up your data. Very wise. Ah, uh, this is me. 
Merry Christmas. So he gets up, sits down on his data? on his bus, Don't you want to see her on a train. Oh yeah. Enjoy all the things you know. Yeah, she said, Without "Don't you want to see how it ends?" She's not talking about the movie. She's giving him her phone number. Yeah, she's talking about their relationship. So I think it's They're a charming little, little pickup, you know, romance, Christmas romance. Um, it is sort of interesting to me. I don't know how many of our listeners will have seen Sherlock, the sto- the mm-hmm. you know sort of short. It was there weren't that many episodes because each season only had like three episodes. But um, he plays Watson in the Sherlock with uh, Benedict Cumber Benedict Cumberbatch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, uh, he, uh, there's a, there's, I hope I won't. So this is just my spoiler alert, spoiler warning. I'm going to spoil something that happens in a later season in that show. He goes on to have a sort of affair. It's not a, he doesn't go terribly far into it, but he has a sort of dalliance with a woman that he meets basically in exactly that same way. Like Watson does. Yeah. He like flirts with. A woman that he meets on a bus and he gets her phone number as he's as he's getting off of a bus. Donovan gotta have it. So I or just Freeman won- rather. So Sorry. I'm sort of wondering if like that's a little nod to his Sherlock huh, character because huh. it's a pretty specific and a pivotal moment in the story. Hmm, hmm, maybe. Well, now I don't have to watch Sherlock. Thanks for ruining <laughs> that for me. So this was one that you just found online. Has that been getting kind of buzzy? Yeah, I was I was looking around. I was looking at things that I remembered from watching TV, but also like top 10 mm-hmm. lists and things in that surfaced on a top 10 list. I don't like the way he interrupts her. I know that She's that's... watching TV and he no, talks to her? No, there's a moment where he says, well, you shouldn't watch it on that phone. And then she starts to say, it's okay, I have it. And then he just interrupts her and talks over her. Mm-hmm. And then the second time she finally gets to say... No, it's okay. I have a Vodafone Vodafone plan. Um, so that turned me off a little bit. Well, the mansplaining hasn't really gotten to the UK yet. <laughs> no, no, it's gotten there. Right. They just have, they just don't recognize it. All right. Uh, well, thank you for putting those together. Uh, if I think of other ones, I will uh, maybe bring them up next week. So I'm sure there are ones that I will see now and be like, oh, damn, I should have added that to the list. But for now, I say Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs> Especially you, Veebs. Oh, are you trying to hide your computer screen yes, so I, you can't I, see? Should I look away? Look away, baby. All right. Look away. All right. Here's the deal. <laughs> You're going to name this up. This is so hard. And it's also not even your skill set. We have established on this show that I am a braggart when it comes to being able to identify celebrity voices. Right. Um, and so you've quizzed me or tested me on that a little bit from time to time with mixed results, I would say. Often I can recognize the voice, but I don't know the person's name because I'm a lummox. Yeah. So I'll be like, oh, I, the guy who was on the fire truck in the one TV show about My skill the birds. is the opposite, which is that if I, if I know who somebody is, I can almost always come up with their name. But voices all basically sound alike to me. Right. So good luck with this because uh, also it's hardly related to commercials at all. I really wanted to do a quiz, but I was having, I wanted to be uh, Christmas related. I wanted to be commercial related. This is tangentially related to commercials when it comes to the hints I'm going to give you. You're not going to get these right away. Okay. So I've come up with a bunch of hints uh, to help you along. And the idea is I am going to play. Um, some sound of various actors who've played Santa Claus in various projects. None of them are commercials, but all of these people have appeared in commercials at some point. Okay. Two of which we've talked about on the show before. 
Um, and so I will give you a bunch of clues. I'm going to play you the tape, and you got to identify who the Santa is. Now, is this the Santa that I've seen? Like, he's been in a movie that I would have seen him as Santa in. No, probably not for most of these. Oh, okay. I don't think you've seen any of these movies. Some of them, two of the three are new to me. I'd never even heard of them before, so I'm going to okay. have to explain but to they, you who they, they in are. In every case, the actor is playing Santa. In every case, the the, per, the the voice I want you to identify is playing Santa Claus, okay? Okay. I think I should go out of order. Because did you, so now that you know that, did something give away? When you saw the, when you were cheating before, what did you see? I'm not telling you anything. All right. Well, then I don't feel bad about this being <laughs> basically impossible. Um, I'm going to go I'm in amazing order. amazing at it? <laughs> oh, it's gonna, well, if you're amazing, it's going to be because you cheated. Um, okay. So I'm trying to think how I to start one this one. I saw name. This, and you actually saw the actor's name? I saw an actor's name. Ah, uh, sh- shoot. That's a problem. Well. Why'd you do that? You put the thing up. All right, I'm going to start with um, this one. This was actually a 2001 made-for-TV animated special. Okay. Now, that's what I'm going to tell you for now. I'm going to play and you a little... these are all actors whose names I know. Yes, that okay. is for surezies. Okay, let's, let's take a listen to this. <clears throat> well, uh, let's get to it, shall we? Your mother and I have discussed which of you should take over for me, and in light of certain... Concerns we have over your readiness, we've decided to send the three of you on a quest so you can become the Santas you were meant to be. What? Now, I'd like to point out this one is an animated, this kind of like a cartoon. Mm-hmm. So it's, he's kind of doing a little bit of a cartoon voice, which yeah. is kind of problematic. But is it even, is it, is it scratching, is it itching your brain a little bit like you recognize so his voice? So this is a person who's been in a commercial that I've. Scene. Yes, this person has definitely been in a couple of commercials that we've talked about. Been on in show. or voiced? In appeared on screen. Okay, can I hear it again? Yeah, I'm going to keep playing it. We have, I have a bunch of this because this is a hard one. A quest for what? To find the true meaning of Christmas. Ooh. Mm. Mm. Oh. And if none of you succeeds, Snorkel will take over as Santa Claus temporarily. Snorkel. Did that ring a bell to you at all? I have more from a different part of the movie, but I think that is the most kind of indicative of what he sounds like when he's not playing Santa Claus. No, I have no idea. Um, He was in a soap commercial. Oh, Brian Cranston? He is the one who doesn't <laughs> knock but goes down your chimney to deliver you presents. That is absolutely right. Boy, that doesn't sound like him to no, me do you, at all. I know. Do you want to hear, hear a little bit more? This is from another part, part yeah. of the movie. My first sled. She was a beauty. I mean, I, was I can hear him myself. doing the voice now. No, yeah, but it, it was a little I tough a because he he's doing a voice. Yeah. He's doing like an older voice. Somewhere around the 17th century. Now, who's playing the trumpet? (laughs) I moved up to a newer model. Well, that's when I met Mrs. Claus. Oh, what a cutie. Sorry, I'm stalling here because I'm also (laughs) realizing that (laughs) I have some stuff in the wrong place in my uh, iTunes. Of course, the boys always shared. So I just thought you guys might enjoy. Square. Hearing Brian Cranston do more Santa. Sorry, that was very, very unprofessional. But we're getting it all. We're getting everything sorted out now, and everything is going to be absolutely okay. You get a bell. 
I, I needed some hints, but I did get it. there. It was my first guess. Um, he was also in a Preparation H commercial from back in the day. That's right. Um, I love that soap commercial. Um, so, uh, yeah, he, he's like a skunk on yeah. the bus. And then he comes home and he takes a shower with... I can't remember what kind of soap it's it like is. It's like Irish Spring or something. He used to start the day showering with ordinary soap. But by the time the day was over, he had a problem. People noticed. And one day he noticed. Brian Cranston realizes he's dressed like a skunk and smells like one. It's for Shield. Oh. Shield soap. And this is the one where you realize that he's a hottie boom body with a banging body, right? <laughs> yes. At the end, he's showering, and, and uh, you get to see a little bit of skin there. Anyway, well, congratulations. So the score is one to zero. Who's the, Who's got zero? I guess me. I don't know. <laughs> um, okay, let's do another one here. I have two more for you. This one is an actual theatrical release. It's not a cartoon. One thing that I noticed from all three of these movies that I've pulled these from, all of the plots involve Santa's extended family. That one that we just played the San- is from a movie called uh, The Santa Claus Brothers. I don't know if I ever actually said that. It's this uh, cartoon, like I said. But the plot is that Santa, Brian Cranston, uh, is holding a competition between his three sons to take over his business, mm-hmm. the Santa game. Right. Which, God, who wants that, right? Yeah, a lot of Santa movies kind of revolve around that question of succession. Yes, and that all three of these. Um, this one is also about Santa's extended family. It is from 2007. Um, is it and, called Fred Claus? Yes. Yeah. That's what you saw? I know, I just know that movie. You know that movie? Yeah, because Vince Vaughn is like the ne'er-do-well brother of Santa. That's the brother of Santa. Yeah. So who's Santa? Is it Paul Giamatti? No. Clyde Archibald Northcutt. Yes. (laughs) Ding! Is that the the name that you saw? It is. Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. All right, well, I think I knew ruined that. Everything. I, I ruined everything, but to be fair, yeah, you, uh, you I, I would have gotten there just from knowing what that movie was. How could you possibly remember that? You asked me for That's Kevin Spacey. Who's Kevin Spacey? He plays some evil guy, I don't know. Oh. Yeah, in real life. Do you always wear glasses, Clyde? If you think this there is going to change anything, you are. All right, Clyde. I'm going to bet that's what they called you. I'm not sure I could have gotten the voice, though. Yeah, I don't know if you could have without without knowing the movie, which is a bummer, because I had some great hints, such as (laughs) this Santa will deliver presents, but he will not drink Merlot! (laughs) I am not drinking any fucking Merlot! (laughs) He was also in those uh, CenturyLink commercials that I think we kind of liked, but remember Luke Burbank was on the show? I don't know why I'm using his last name. And he hated them, remember? He just hated the... They were the CenturyLink commercials where a family... Oh, right, and they're, they're like critiquing his acting style yes and a whole series of them yeah um uh so anyway so that uh i guess is another point for you although i'm not sure you deserve it but sure why not okay here is the last one here this is from a 2006 tv movie starring jenny mccarthy Mm -hmm. um is this like a a boy a santa for a a boyfriend for Santa or a girlfriend for Santa? Uh, no sexist. This is Santa's daughter, and she's learning the family business, so oh. she can take over because her dad, Santa, played by who, isn't feeling so great these okay. days. So here, take a listen. No, 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 you're doing it all wrong. You're supposed to come down feet first. I did. No, 
Come on, Mary. This is serious. You've only got three weeks oh, to God, get this right. God, I know right. that voice. Yeah, you know that voice. <laughs> Thanks for the vote of confidence. Do you ever- Hold on. In one second, she's going to tell her dad that he's not feeling well because he was vaccinated as a kid. <laughs> you ever stop to think that there might be more than one way of doing this? I have been doing this for centuries, and I haven't had a complaint yet. With that attitude, the Wright brothers would still be making bicycles. Yeah, well, don't get me started on the Wright brothers. First in flight, my rosy red cheeks. Now let's get I back know up it. there. Do it again. Yeah, who is it? Right. George you know, Wentz. Think That's be- right. Congratulations. Years of cheers watching finally pays off. My clue for that one was going to be he really spread some holiday cheers, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Um, he was in actually a bunch of commercials oh, yeah. that I want to share with you. He's been he was in that ad um, for uh, it was like I don't know if it was Xfinity or cable, but it was something where like. Um, like you can take your TV with you. Oh, I couldn't find that one. He was, well, this is him uh, reprising his uh, character as a Bears fan from SNL with Aaron Rodgers on, yeah. a, on a flight uh, discount double check. Oh, I remember that one, yeah. I think I have the window seat. He's you stuck. better double check that, my friend. Don't think we don't know who you are. Yeah, I'm Aaron Rodgers. No, that's not it. You're that State Farm discount double check guy. Discount Check. He was in that one, but he was also in tons of commercials from the 80s, Vives. Oh, really? A lot of these, some of them he just has like tiny little cameos in. Um, I was trying to find one that uh, would be good audio. A lot of them, uh, it's just kind of like him running through fields goofily. But here, here's this one. This is for, he was in a bunch of, I don't know if I'm saying this right, Meisterbrow commercials. Can I look at the screen now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Meisterbrow, is that how you say that beer, I think? Um, yeah, I think so. This one's from 1987. Look at those two, Mr. Wentz. Don't they make a perfect couple? It's a beautiful wedding. I think I'm going to cry. She's going to cry. I had tickets to the game today. Here's your beer, Mr. Wentz. Waiter comes up to him and gives him a uh, can of beer that he pulls out of a brown bag at this fancy wedding. What can I say? I'm a simple guy. I like old sweaters and beef jerky and Meisterbrow. Nothing's (laughs) That's a shit like this. Yeah. (laughs) What more do you need? I wonder what the groom is thinking. Same thing I am. Who are these people? Meisterbrow. Nothing's richer, nothing's smoother. All right. Well, Genevieve. I'm a huge George Wendt. I'm a wet head. You are a wet head? Yeah. Um, that's for that's you. That's the best I ever did won. on a quiz. I know. You did really well. That was supposed to be a really hard one. But, I did you know. get one of them just honestly by getting the voice. Yes. And the other two you totally cheated on. <laughs> I didn't that's cheat. That's not going to get you presents this Christmas. <laughs> um, all right. Well, that was great. Uh, Thank how, you for the quiz. Sure. Sure. Now, how about we talk very slowly while I look for the music for the final segments. Everybody's talking That's a little trick. Yeah, it's called vamping. Just vamping. Is that, is that some professional yeah. vamping? Usually the person who's not trying to pr- uh, accomplish some task is the one who's supposed to vamp. You should have done like the taffy motion to me. <laughs> stretch it out. I need you to stretch. I need you to stretch. No, nobody noticed at all that I was unprepared <laughs> to uh, get into the Harry Nielsen here. Um, all right, what do we got in the old mailbag? Well, I wanted to start with a couple of commercials from listeners who've been posting on our Facebook wall about holiday commercials because it's obviously... Um, that's what people are seeing these days. This is one that you and I have definitely seen a lot and I think uh, have liked a lot. It's from the NFL shop uh, campaign. Oh, they and are so good. The whole campaign is great. The campaign is great. And and this time of year, especially because people get, you know, loved ones, NFL 
uh, jerseys and t-shirts and whatnot. Um, they do a lot of they do a lot of commercials around the idea of either giving your loved ones a gift or this one is actually not around a gift though. It's around going to your your wife's holiday family holiday when you are not a fan of the team that she is a, she mm-hmm. and her family are a fan of. Um, so it opens with a man and a woman. Uh, getting ready to go to her parents for a holiday, and he's wearing a Raiders jersey, and she appears to be just wearing like a red sweater. Yeah. So it's unclear. It, it's it's possible she's just saying to him, "Don't go to holiday dinner in a jersey, mm-hmm. you know, in a football jersey." Um, do you want to? Yeah, play? yeah. Well, you know, it all happens really, really fast. So I'm going to tell. The, let's just tell the whole story of it instead of like trying to narrate okay, it as so it goes along because it's really tough. Sure. So she says you can't wear that jersey. So he takes off the jersey. They're still sort of, at home, yeah, right there. He takes he off sort the of jersey. Defiantly removes the jersey, and underneath it is a sweater that is a Raiders knitted sweater, and it has like little little lights all through the like crowd scene in the stadium. Right. And it's a hideous sweater. Right. And then the cut to they're at his, her family's uh, dinner table. The lights are flashing. Everyone's sitting there in sort of furious silence. And she hisses at him, turn the lights well, off. Well, when they're sitting at the table, and then we see they're all wearing Chiefs gear. Exactly. Right? So her whole family are Chiefs fans. Yeah. And they're all wearing Chiefs gear. They have no problem wearing football gear. But he's wearing a Raiders So he sits there defiantly sweater. with his Raiders lights blinking on his sweater. The, the wife says, turn the lights off. And the mother, and this is a triumph of editing, the mother just stands up from the dinner table and starts to walk away. And then they cut, then they end it. Yeah. And it's just um, the way, like her body language says everything. This is one of those commercials that often irritate me, but I like this one where there's just so much suppressed yeah. rage. But it's done, for, it's played for laughs. And I think it's really successful. Yeah. When you, the, the, when the woman says, turn the lights off. When they're sitting at the dinner table, the wife says that to, to the husband. Like sometimes a, a, a kind of a an ugly couple moment like that sets me off in a commercial. Yeah. But this one, it really it, it makes me laugh. Just nails the line. You cannot wear a Raiders jersey to my family's Christmas dinner. Reveal the sweater. Sitting at dinner, the lights are twinkling. And he refuses. <laughs> just turn the lights off. <laughs> the mother stands up. Just stiff-backed. And then at the very end, I think you get a shot of the... Uh, Even the, the dog, the dog a, just growling at, at the guy. Yeah, I, I really like that. There are some other ones. I think we've talked about it, right? Um, There's the one where um, the little boy gets... Uh, he He's in a Jets household, but he gets a, a package in the mail that he runs upstairs and hides. And I think it's... Um, Patriots, maybe? No, it's not Pats. It's... Um, it's some other team that's not the Jets. Right. And then there's one where a woman gets like, I think it's maybe Miami. She gets a bunch of Miami gear and she takes it up. She says, oh, thank you. And she takes it upstairs or or maybe it's Jacksonville. And she takes it upstairs to hang in her closet. And then she parts all of the Jacksonville gear in her closet. And she's got a shrine to Russell Wilson. Oh, right. Yes. The, I forgot she, about that she one. She blows it a secret kiss. Right. I totally forgot about that one. Anyway, I love that campaign. I mean, they just play into... They play into fandom, I think, really well. I think they're very inclusive in this way that the NFL has tried to be, including like women and and just your non traditional football bros in a lot of yeah, these. and they and they explore these interesting and fun dynamics that fandom creates in in mixed families. You know, mixed families. Uh, what do we have next? This is from listener Danny, who also posted this. This is a holiday ad that 
will haunt you all no. of your days. Oh no. Do you just want me to hit play on it? Um well, let me describe what you're hearing. Um it is for a it's for roller funeral home. And oh. it is a bunch of as Wait, a Christmas so it's a Christmas commercial for a for funeral, a funeral home. home. Okay. So you already okay. you know, really knocking it out of the park here. And all of the visuals are of like creepy like dolls or I guess figurines for the for like the nativity scene. Um, so that's the visual that you're seeing as you hear this voice over this woman voicing it. An angel appeared and said, Behold, I bring good news for unto you a baby will be born for all of us. Lying in a manger, a child in swaddling clothes. So it's the crash we're seeing. It's not just any dolls. That's did what you I said. Say, the, oh, did you the, say the, that? Sorry, I, I, must, I, scene, I must yeah. have blanked out. Sorry, I had a mini stroke in there. And they're like shot from these weird, these weird angles. Like and, they're shot from below, and, so they look really kind of imposing. And they, and, you know, they have those. They have black eyes like a doll's <laughs> eye. <laughs> and just staring into the nothingness, into the void. Baby will be born for all of us. Lying in a manger, a child in swaddling clothes, is the greatest gift given to all mankind. I am Renata Jenkins Baller with Roller Funeral Homes, remembering your loved ones this season. From my family to yours, Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. Roller Funeral Homes, with all our respect. Wow. And this is not an old, it feels like an old 80s commercial, but it looks like this is new. It says 2017. I, you know, I, it does look like it's old, but it's not, it doesn't have an old film quality to it. It's just, it has an old production quality to it. And it seems to be posted actually on the, a roller funeral home. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I did, I did a very cursory look. It doesn't appear to be a joke and and it doesn't even seem funny enough quite to Mm-mm. be a joke it just seems very weird it does um the, there's something that they do on my brother my brother and me that's um they do a haunted doll watch where they'll like read the mm-hmm. the ebay listings for haunted dolls that people try to sell <laughs> that's wonderful this feels a lot like that um yeah this seems authentic because i'm on their actual web page now for roller funeral homes and they also have this video embedded. I don't know what we're going to see here, but it looks like the same. Is that the woman? Is I that think the, same the woman, woman in the picture there is. And the production quality seems similar. This is only 30 seconds, so if this is a disaster. It's only a disaster that's going to last half a minute. Our nation was just coming out of the Great Depression when my grandparents founded Roller Funeral Homes right here in Arkansas. Their goal was to provide a beautiful funeral home to serve the families in our community. I wonder if it was posted like that. or price to all. I am Renata Jenkins Fowler, the third generation of the Roller family, and though there have been a lot of changes from our humble beginnings, we're still family-owned, and we still offer the best facilities and service. I like to think they put those um, audio... Doesn't seem like the worst funeral home. No, I guess not. I mean, they're definitely... um, I just caught the first episode of Six Feet Under the other day for some reason. It was on TV. So So that's a fact. So that's a fact. (laughs) Uh, Anything else from the old uh, ad council? Yeah, we got a couple more here. Uh, This is from listener Connor, um, who emailed this in. He said, I saw this commercial a few weeks ago and instantly tried to find it on YouTube. I've now seen it countless times and have no idea what to make of it. Maybe you two can channel your inner Columbos and help make sense of this. So this is for a product that we use. This is for Untuck It shirts, which oh, yeah. we, of which you have several and which we think are nice. They're, you know, they're shirts, button-down shirts, casual button-down shirts that are made but so that you can't, yeah, basically it's shorter. <laughs> they're not made to be untucked because they know that people like me, fatties, don't like to tuck in our shirts because we look pudgy well, that way. Well, this 
Uh, this holiday commercial from Untucket posits that it's m- about more than just pudginess. It's actually about generational divide and cats in the cradle and dads and sons. Oh, God. <laughs> the good news is this one also looks like it's only 30 seconds long. These commercials, it, I haven't seen this one. It packs a lot in, though. I haven't seen this one, but these commercials are so self-serious. Like, there's this the other one. Have we serious. talked about it on the show already? And. I, I, I can't remember where I've had conversations anymore, but the first one in this campaign was like, I guess it's the founder walking down the street and just talking about, like, I had a dream. I had a dream. I, had I was going to revolutionize shirts. By making them shorter. Like he really made it seem like <laughs> not all heroes wear untuckets. But right. anyway, let's take a listen to this. Uh, so just to one. set up what you're going to, what you're going to hear, um, a young man, uh, is on the phone with his mother. Clearly, they live, you know, far apart, and she's asking him to come home for Christmas, but he's hesitant because clearly he and his father are somewhat estranged. Will you come? I know we'd love to see you. Let me think about it. Who's this? Oh, that's uh, it's me, and my dad. You guys alike? No, we're nothing alike. Oh my God, this guy. Can we just describe this guy? Can we do it? Uh, he's handsome in the face area. He's definitely handsome in the face area, but like r- kind of ruggedly handsome with like. He lives very, in a loft with exposed bricks. Yes, very, uh, very high uh, ceilings and arched doorways. His um, hair's. Uh, all like, mussed up in this like. Yeah, very artfully. Very artfully messed tossled. up, sexy way. His, his cute girlfriend is like, oh, uh, you know, are you like your dad? And he like grimaces and is like no we're nothing alike but he looks at the photo again now he drives home to his family's enormous house and he tucks in his untucked shirt to try to make a good impression now the father find common ground this holiday season untucks his untucked shirt hey son <laughs> untuck it shirts designed to show that he's like he's he's learning are you shitting and there's a me? longer version where the dad there's more of the dad and the dad sees like um a neighbor guy hugging his son and like he's sad about it. I would I'd love to know what their beef is. That is so bad. Show me the two minute version so I can find out what the beef no. is. It's probably that he no, voted, I don't want to, he don't probably make... voted for Trump. Oh my that, god. The size of that house says voted for Trump. Oh my God. That is so bad. So he tucks in his shirt when he's approaching <laughs> the, the house and then the dad the, It's the gift it. of the untuck it magic. Yeah and they give each other that could be the name of the show. And then they give each other this meaningful look like look I'm I'm willing to meet you halfway right, when it comes right, to whether or not our right. fucking shirts are tucked in or not. <laughs> that infuriates me. Well, okay, I guess the, I guess Connor, there's your answer. I kind of thought it was like You think that the, it's self-knowing or self-aware? No, I don't think it's particularly self-aware, but I thought it was sort of creative. Really? You give it point. It's more of a chi than a g for you. Uh, it was I wasn't I wasn't as enraged as you are. Yeah. I have a pretty Hair trigger. All right, one more, right? One more, and then a little, then a little song to close us out. Oh yeah. Um, this is from listener Randy. Now you may remember Andrew that our friend and guest listener Ron, listener Ron, <laughs> also guest Ron and friend Ron, uh, Ron called in and radio professional, radio Ron? professional Ron. He actually legally, my co-host Ron. He actually legally changed his name to Radio Professional Ron. It's <laughs> his wrestling name. Um. Ron called in and sang the jingle for the Albuquerque Dukes. It was something, and it was something. It was great. Um, so we got a, Randy got a uh, gave us a little bit of background on the Dukes. Um, the Albuquerque Dukes named because Albuquerque is nicknamed the Duke City after the Duke of Albuquerque. 
uh, were a triple A team for the Los Angeles Dodgers, um, which is why you still see a lot of LA Dodger hats in New Mexico. Yeah. But somehow the Dukes were no longer the triple A team for the Dodgers, and um, the triple A team in Albuquerque was now became affiliated with the Colorado Rockies. They needed a new name, so the team had a contest, and the most votes went to the Isotopes, like the Simpsons. Oh, yeah. Which makes sense because they have the labs at Los Alamos mm. that developed the atomic bomb. So thank you, Randy. I love That's a little interesting. history. interesting. Yeah. yeah. Now sing that email, Genevieve. <laughs> I'm not going to sing that email, but we someone is going to sing for us, and it's listener Alexis. And um, although we covered this last week about what that little little bit of song from the KOIT ad was that it was uh, Phil Collins oh, yeah. throwing it all away. KOIT out of um, out of the Bay Area. Yes, I would be remiss if we did not play this cover from Alexis. Okay. Hey guys, it's Alexis. I'm calling from Philly. Uh, I'm calling not to leave a jingle, but I'm going to sing you the song that you didn't know was on the Coit radio station commercial. So she left this before she realized that we got the answer? I think so, or or something like that. Yeah, I'm a little... I, I could go back and figure it out, but I'm not sure when she left it. Either way, I like this already. It was Phil Collins throwing it all away, and here it goes. Need I say I love you? Need I say I care? Need I say that emotions something we don't share? I don't want to be sitting here trying to convince you because you know I know, baby, that I don't want to go. It's so hard not to sing anyway, along. something like that. Yes. Love the show. Something bye. like that. Try exactly it's like exactly that. It's exactly like that. Oh, my God. This whole time, I was just like, I wanted to just burst out and sing with Alexis. I've had that song in my head since we played it last week. <laughs> Is that week? not a good song? It's such a great that song. song from now on, every um, every bar we go to that has <laughs> yes. a jukebox, I'm, I'm dialing that and baby or, up. Or a karaoke machine. That's right. Um, what is, uh, I think you said this last week, what is the line on 30 Rock? I have... I have, I have two ears and a heart, don't I? <laughs> um, hey, Jackie D, you like Phil Collins? <laughs> All right. I that, have two ears and a heart, don't I? That was amazing. Thank you, Alexis. Thank you, everybody. Yeah. And Merry Christmas, everybody. You can sell anything. You can sell anything. I'm going to call the show The War on Christmas Commercials. <laughs> I'm down for that. I'm, I'm always down for a war on Christmas joke. Or Merry Quizmas. I still think that that's in the... Let's do that. All right. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for um, for joining us again. Uh, Vives and I, uh, the plan is to do shows the next two weeks like we always do, but we are traveling. We're going to Hawaii. We're going to Hawaii. I didn't want to tell people that. Well, I'm telling them. Um, we do have a security system and a really mean cat, so don't rob us while we're gone. Um but uh, I don't know if we're going to be doing the shows from Hawaii. That's unlikely. We might do a couple of big um, email roundup shows. So if you have anything, just any thoughts on any yeah, like, commercials. Like anything. Like, like anything. literally anything. If you just want to call our voicemail <laughs> line and just sing, make up a song and just sing it. Just like kind of scat, you know, just Apparently we're up. taking covers now. We're taking covers. Anything you want to do. Uh, how do you do that? You call 607-444-5597. 607-444-5597. Actually, we might record those shows this weekend. So again, if you want to get your uh, voicemails in and you can email us too, right? At After These Messages show at gmail and you can always find us on facebook at after these messages show it's the facebook group all right now the next time people hear our voices it will be the day after christmas right yeah. all right so merry christmas everybody happy hanukkah that's ongoing as we speak 
Any other how? No, is it I think, over? I think we just. I think it's over. Is it over? I think so. God, it just flies by. <laughs> um, all right. Happy holidays to everybody, and we will talk to you one more time before the new year. Puppies, four hundred one k's, Bravos, yuppies. Yeah, I'm talking about wine drinkers, bald head men, clucks, clan swine thinkers. What motivates you? Let's go around the room.